Alrighty, let's get into the meat of today's episode. So, we'll start off with Trump. <laughs> Big John. <laughs> now, why are we starting with Trump? Because he was arrested. He was arrested. In fact, he was indicted for the fourth time, this time by a DA in Fulton County, Georgia, over claims that he... Uh, over the claims that the election was stolen, that Trump has made since 2020, correctly. Now, the claim is on the part of the DA and on the part of the people indicting him, they claim that he, Trump, he knew it was a legitimate vote and that he tried to overturn it anyway. That's what they claim. Now, Trump has also been brought up on RICO charges. That's racketeer-influenced and corrupt organizations charges for crimes, which range, uh, well, I looked it up, range from gambling to murder to kidnapping to arson, drug dealing, bribery, uh, mail and wire fraud. So essentially committing fraud for the sake, for the purposes of uh, gaining money and raising money for himself as a political figure. So they're trying to bring those charges upon him as well. They're throwing the kitchen sink at him. Everything and the kitchen sink is what they're throwing at him to try to keep him from running because if they can... Their estimation is that if they can catch him on any of these charges, be it RICO or for election his election fraud, excuse me, if they can catch him on any of these, their estimation is that they can say that he did all this and he incited a deadly riot with January 6th and he's unfit to run for office and then they'll try to use that to take him off the ballot uh based on the 14th amendment which says if you engage in rebellion on, against the united states that you are ineligible to run for office so that's sort of the, the estimation behind uh some of these indictments being levied his way it's all about election interference it's all about keeping him off the ballot it's all about keeping him from running they want to, if they can, put him in a jail cell and preferably put him in a jail cell in a way that he cannot run for president anymore. That's what they're hoping to do. Now, he was arrested on Thursday night. And at this point, he has, what, 91 charges levied against him or some ridiculous number. And it's only going to go up. I imagine we'll hit the 200 mark by 2024. I fully anticipate that. But they have, they have all these charges against him but none of which they're going to be able to prove. Like, his bail, his bail, before we move on, his bail was posted at $200,000. The bail was paid the next day, so Trump is now a free man. Uh, he, the charges haven't been dropped, but he's out of jail. And it wasn't just Trump who was arrested. It was nearly his entire legal team and any lawyer who has represented Trump or given legal counsel to him throughout the entire election fraud saga uh so so far many of these legal aides have been let go as well however some like harrison floyd the head of the organization uh black voices for trump they have not been let go and there's the uh, pictures of all them smiling when they got their mugshots taken because probably because they knew they were going to get let off and i i assume that Everyone thought that's how this was going to go down, but I guess the, the one black guy in the group uh, had to stay in jail. Uh, so, uh, uh, racism? 
racism hello racism on the on the racism in 2023 on the part of the atlanta da is crazy but as a side note here there are speaking of, as a side note there's a lot of people primarily conservatives now saying that because trump was arrested he's gonna have a higher approval among blacks uh so now as someone who is black myself my natural instinct is to say that that, that sounds a little racist <laughs> but you know you know beyond how it might sound at first there might actually be some merit to these claims i know just the other day i saw a video of a guy with a t-shirt that <laughs> a t-shirt that said niggas for trash <laughs> <laughs> so so you know maybe they're right maybe they're right maybe maybe the polls are right i i i uh, i've leaned off of the polls i'll trust the results if the results are trustworthy that's where i'm at you know people talk about the polls i you know i give them talk something to talk about during the political season but me i don't trust the polls they have proven untrustworthy quite often time and time again so i'll veer away from polls i will veer vehemently away from them especially uh when it concerns american politics although it is worth mentioning since we're on the topic of polls that there was one poll came out i think it was gallup i think it was gallup um saying that americans a majority of americans for the first time are now opposed to the u.s doing more in the ukraine war so there's that there there's your poll but back to the Trump story. So there's there might just be some credence to the claim that Trump getting arrested has improved his standing among the black population. Uh, by how much? I don't know. We'll just have to see. It, it could be marginal. It could be a lot. We will just have to wait and see. No. Uh, where am I? Where am I? I've lost track. Right, right, right. So they're accusing Trump of trying to overthrow the government and to overturn an election. These are the, the biggest charges being levied against him that they're really going all in on. So trying to overthrow the government January 6th and trying to overturn an election, which he knew was legitimate. So that's the, that's why they're going after all the lawyers uh, or at least that's their justification. They, they don't really have the right to be doing that. That's, quite frankly illegal but i guess when has the law ever stopped a criminal which is what our government consists of so they've been doing all these on those two charges overthrowing the government january 6th and trying to overturn an election with all of his legal challenges to 2020 and saying that 2020 was a fraudulent vote there was voter fraud now again neither of these accusations are ever going to be proved and the reason i say that is because the overthrowing the government thing died with his acquittal in the second impeachment trial which if you remember was about just that trying to overthrow the u.s government by inciting a deadly riot a, a deadly insurrection january 6th and trying to use that to overthrow the government and overturn an election so truthfully, both of those charges lost with his acquittal in the second impeachment. But again, don't let the law stop a criminal. 
uh, when is when is law ever stopped a criminal? Who knows? But yeah, those died with him being acquitted in the second impeachment, which was over these exact same charges, essentially. And uh, this insurrection that they called it, he was acquitted. Why was he acquitted? Because they couldn't prove any of what they were alleging at the time. Now, of course, being the U.S. government or deep state or swamp, uh, whatever you want to call them, uh, they, that's who I'm referring to when I say they, uh, that still hadn't stopped them. They, even though they were proved wrong on all these same exact charges nearly, what, three years ago? They're still going. And, well, actually, yeah, yeah, three, nearly three years ago. Ha, huh. how the time flies. But, yeah, they they lost all these cases that they're levying against him right now, all these charges, they already lost back in 2021 during the second impeachment trial. They, they lost. They, they can't win now on charges that have already been defeated. And that was over him being the president when they perhaps could have been more legitimate. Now he's a citizen and the front runner in the presidential election. He's not the president anymore. He's a citizen. So now you're saying he's going to he's going to do all these things with less power. How is he going to do that? Again, they just they have already lost because he got acquitted in the second impeachment trial. Now, as far as trying to overturn an election, specifically an election that Trump knew to be legitimate, they have to prove that he believed the election was legitimate. Well, they have to prove that he knew or believe, whichever we know. They'd have to prove that he knew it was legitimate and then acted contrary to what he knew. They will never, they will never be able to prove that. They will never because every account we have every record we have uh, regarding trump's opinion of the 2020 election is that it was stolen so even if he was wrong which he's not even if he was wrong that would ultimately mean that he had an incorrect opinion an incorrect opinion and to lock someone up for an opinion let alone an opinion contesting the results of an election. That's a multi-vectored violation of the First Amendment. Not only a violation of free speech, freedom of speech, but a violation of the freedom to petition your government for a redress of grievances. That's it. And that's exactly what this is. That's what all these challenges to the 2020 election were. Him trying to petition the government, you know, the other parts of the government, through the, through the legal system, petitioning the government, even while he was president. He was petitioning the government for a redress of his grievance, which was that he thought it was a fraudulent election. That's it. So all of this right now is a multi-vectored violation of the First Amendment. And it doesn't just apply to him, it applies to all of us. It, uh, me in particular, I'm, I refuse to call that guy Biden president. Shoot, am I going to be locked up now, too, for saying, rightfully, that the election was fraudulent in 2020? And in 20, 2022, to be quite frank, uh, 
am I am I now a criminal? Am I now an enemy of the state? And what about all the Democrats who said that 2016 was illegitimate? Who said that R- Putin rigged the 2016 election for Trump to win? And that there was Russian interference. That means that in 20, that's essentially like saying 2016 was illegitimate because there's Russian interference. Trump is a Putin of Trump is a puppet of Putin. Remember? So what about all the Democrats who said 2016 was illegitimate? Are they now enemies of the state as well? Well, of course they're not because they're in on the take. But this is the precedent that's being set. If you question not the election, but if you question the permanent government in Washington, the swamp, the deep state, the bureaucracy, if you if you challenge and question them and their authority, all these unelected... Eh, these unelected swamp cretins who rig elections to stay in power if you question them and you are not one of them you get to be you get to rot in jail that's the message that they're trying to send and i think that that's a really terrible message for a republic uh but then again they don't really care about the republic and they don't really care about the constitution if they did well we wouldn't be in this situation but you know and quite frankly, if they cared about the citizenry, if they cared about the American public, we also wouldn't be in this situation because they would just respect the vote the vote of the American public. They would have looked into the election when they saw how many people were concerned about its legitimacy. They wouldn't have played these games uh, accusing anybody who so much as implied that the election wasn't on the up and up of being uh, treasonous, essentially. They, they wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this situation if our government was actually of, by, and for us, but it's not. It's captured, which is precisely why we need Trump. And it's precisely why they hate Trump, because Trump is not captured. Trump is not one of them. As a matter of fact, Trump represents an existential threat to them. The threat that he, as an actual representative of the American people, will rob them of their jewel in the crown of their global empire. Trump, if he wins, will rob these people of the one country that makes their whole, all their global operations possible, America. If Trump wins and America first rules the day and he is able to reorient the American foreign policy position such that we are not hostile to every country on the face of the earth, then these people lose. They lose their ability to go spawning conflicts everywhere. They lose their ability to launder money everywhere. They lose their ability to utilize the American military and the American economy to force other countries into submission. They lose everything if they don't have America. They've hollowed out Europe. There's nowhere left for them to go. They wanted to go to China and have China be the new base of operations, but Xi Jinping won't let them. They wanted to pillage and ransack Russia after the Cold War, but Putin wouldn't let them. That's why they hate these three people. That's why they hate the multipolar world. That's why they constantly try to drum up all this fear about everything happening overseas, when if you take a step back, you realize none of it is bad for United States. In fact, if we just reoriented ourselves a little bit, we could benefit from everything happening overseas. We could benefit from the peace deals in the Middle East. We can finally leave. There's no power vacuum. We could benefit from the Belt and Road, just make a trade deal with the countries that China is investing in. Duh, it's that simple. 
we don't need to go have a cold war with everybody. Let's have nuclear disarmament. Let's have a treaty on the Atlantic, partition the Atlantic between us and the Russians. Well, of course, we'll have to annex Canada. You know, that's uh, that's a necessary. That's a given. We can't have the British constantly running influence operations against us from Canada. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, the great white north will be good for America. You know, something to focus on in the new world instead of everyone else's business. Canada and Greenland, they both they both should be ours. They rifle American claim, you know. But these are things America could be doing. And that Trump, if he comes to power, he'll he'll definitely come back for Greenland. I, I hope he does. I hope he does come back for Greenland. But Trump will rob these people, these imperialists, these anti-humanists who hate people. They they hate people. It's and they're not even hiding it. When 2020 came around, they locked everybody in their home. They showed you who they really are. Tyrants, authoritarians who want you locked in your home and sick. And they and they would use a manufactured virus to lure you into taking a poison. Uh, and a, le- a, a semi-lethal injection that sabotages every system in your body, your cardiac, your cardiac system, your, I mean your cardiovascular system, your nervous system, your immune system, your reproductive system. The vaccine is toxic to the human body. And they want it to give you a, one dose after another. They want that shit to be year round. Every year, go get your, go get your COVID shot. They wanted it to be biannually, quite frankly. Every six months, go get your COVID shot. What would that have done to people's immune systems? We are like we're we're slowly but steadily witnessing the damage that's been done over time from the sh- the number of shots that people did get, the two to three shots that people got, and even that's causing problems, especially with young people getting sudden death syndrome, these random heart attacks. These people are evil. Remember, they forced you to take this. Remember, they they said you can't have your job back if you don't take this. These This is the caliber of people that we're talking about who run the show in America. And Trump threatened to rob them of America, which means that they would not have had the power, the influence, or the ability to do any of the evil, the great harm to humankind that they take this great satisfaction in doing. They want us all on green energy, except they don't want nuclear. Well, okay, let's let's just go grab the most inefficient and lowest energy dense uh, forms of energy generation known to man uh, to the point where you couldn't get more inefficient without going to slavery <laughs> and having a whole bunch of slaves turn a wheel. Like you see in some of those uh, those older movies or the cartoons, you know, they have that giant wheel and you have all the people pushing a, a pin on the wheel and, it go, and they all go in a circle and they have the chains on them. Yeah, you couldn't get more uh, more inefficient at generating energy without going to that. And, and honestly, that that might actually be more energy efficient than the green text that we're being told that we have to get the, the solar turb, the solar turbines, the solar panels and the wind turbines. These people who hate it, people, these people who hate people, these rich men north of Richmond who want to have total control and destroy us all. They want you living in poverty. They don't care how many dollars they have to print to wipe away your buying power, and they don't care what the consequences are to you. 
They don't care how much of your resources they have that they give away to other countries around the world. They just don't care about you. They want to have their little empire. They want to have their little spheres of influence. They want to have their little fiefdoms. They want to have their money laundering. They want to live the comfortable life and not have to do any work for it. They want to live off off of you. They want to live at your expense. As a matter of fact, they want you dead. Trump is not like them. As a matter of fact, in many ways, he's, he's an antithesis to them. And they know that this time he will get rid of them. He will bring them accountability. He will bring them handcuffs, handcuffs. And they would rather kill us all than to, than to be put in jail. They hate him. They hate Xi Jinping. They hate Putin. And that's why they want to fight Putin so badly. They, they hate Putin and Russia with this deep, visceral, unexplainable level of vitriol and hatred. It's unexplainable. It's, un, it's irrational. It's, it's not Russophobia. It's whatever the, 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 the word is for an irrational anger towards something instead of an irrational fear. Whatever the word is for that, that's, they have that with Putin. And Russia, they hate Russia with this intense, white hot passion to the point where they're willing to sacrifice. It doesn't matter how many Ukrainian lives they have to sacrifice so long as they feel good about fighting Russia. But they can't do any of that without America, because we've seen how useless and worthless the Europeans are and the rest of the West, that some people in the United States want America to be babysitting until the end of time. I do not subscribe to those ideas just because we all happen to be Western that I have to take care of you. No, no, no. We might be moving into an age of civilizations, but I am not going to be on the book for the British Empire. But they wouldn't be able to do any of this without America. The Europeans don't have the wherewithal to go fight Russia. They've deindustrialized Europe. As a matter of fact, they've deindustrialized the entirety of the West. Nobody could do what they are doing in Ukraine, the United States is the only one. So with Trump there, and this is why they hate him more than any of the other, say, populist or nationalist candidates in, say, Europe, those are a problem for them, but Trump is an apocalypse for them. Because if Trump wins, and he is able to institute his America First policies, he will rob these imperialist anti-humanists who want us all dead. He will rob them of the jewel in their crown. He will rob them of the heart of their empire, the United States. And he will expose all of their lies in the process just by actions, just by demonstrating that, hey, oh, we don't need to be fighting wars here, 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 and here. Oh, we don't need to fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. If we stay over here, they don't come over here. And then they stay over there, which means we don't have to fight them over there. Oh, we can do trade. We can make deals with all these people we were told were our enemies. We can make deals with the Taliban. We can make deals with Russia and China and North Korea and Iran. We can make deals with everybody. We're the United States. We are the great trading power. Oh, wow. We can have industry in the United States. Oh, oh, okay. So it wasn't cheap Chinese labor that robbed us of our industry. It was our own government and inflation that robbed us of our industry. Oh, okay. So if we just... If we just don't have inflation, if we stop printing money, 
and we let the value of our dollar go up instead of down every year, we can start reindustrial. Oh, okay. If oh, if we use our own resources instead of going overseas and using our military to occupy other people's resources, we can have everything we need here at home. Oh wow, isn't that great? His very existence, along with his policy, would rob them of every sort of justification, every veil that they pull over people's heads to go along with policies that they otherwise wouldn't consent to. He would remove everything. Everything would be unmasked just by way of him being there. And on top of that, he would go out of his way to humiliate them because they've done everything to, necessary to humiliate him. He would come back for revenge. And that's exactly what we need revenge against these people who hate us he would rob them of the jewel in the crown of their empire the united states and america would shine america would not be condemned to perpetual irrelevance like they want like they're doing that they're going out of their way to create america would be a great power among other great powers that was able to live in peace this whole thucydides trap thing would be exposed as a, a uh, something that, at the very least, just doesn't apply to the United States. I'll just leave it at that. And that's why they hate Trump. It's why they hate Trump, Putin, and Xi Jinping. They, those three people have robbed them of their plans. Their, their grand vision of the world, the new world order. It wasn't supposed to go this way. The multipolar world wasn't supposed to be a thing. It wasn't supposed to be the multipolar world order. It was supposed to be the new world order. They were supposed to be in charge of China commanding China's industry that they'd that they'd clean the slate across the entire developed world to build up. They were supposed to have it all. And they were supposed they were supposed to have a, a billion and a half people at their disposal to do this. They were supposed to have it all. But Xi Jinping didn't let them have China. Russia didn't let them Putin didn't let them have Russia's territory and resources. And Trump threatens to take away the only good thing they have left, which is the United States, and leave them with what? A rump state Europe? De-industrialized, de-civilized, uh, permanently chaotic Europe because of all the destabilized Europe because of all the immigrants? And we can see the fallout of that in France right now? He would, If Trump wins, he will leave these people with nothing except for the remnants of what we call the West. Because even Africa <laughs> isn't letting them have it. Latin America isn't letting them have it. They'll be left with nothing. And that's why they hate Trump, which is why just one of the many reasons we need him. And we can see how viscerally they hate him and how much they view him as a threat by these endless witch hunts that they do against him. And this won't be the last one. This won't be the last one, but you know, with that mugshot, which is already on t-shirts, I can see it. He's going to continue benefiting from this. And you know what? I'm all here for the show. I'm all here for the show. This segment was taken from my podcast, This Week in Geopolitics. I have new episodes every Monday, so if you like what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Thanks for listening, and hopefully I'll see you next time. Servus.